Hey kids, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. That's three days in a row, man. That's a record. That's a record. So I'm drinking my coffee. And uh, it is Van Halen, Wendy Woo Friday. And it's earlier than shit right now. But uh, I had a little problem falling back asleep after I... Uh, Woke up, I think it was like 4.50 a.m. And uh, today will be a day of reflection uh, for me. So I'm taking a day off and I'm going to fuck around and uh, practice my guitar and... Uh, I'm working on a song now, so <clears throat> I have to uh, elaborate here because it's just not going to come on and do a concert. But speaking of concerts, so I saw my good friend Wendy Wu last Saturday night at the Boulder Theater. She did awesome, and she opened up for a guy named Martin something. And I, I haven't even talked about this because I've been dealing with... Uh, <clears throat> other things and because I'm so condescending and uh, this Martin gentleman I have to say I have never seen a person with such talent in my life this guy was just <clears throat> it's really hard to explain let me see if I can find his name because it surely shouldn't be uh, too hard. Let's see. Mark, man, let's see. Wendy Wu. Actually, I can go Wendy Wu at the Boulder Theater. But wait, Wendy did great. I mean, she's just like, she did so awesome. I'm really, I don't want to say I'm proud of her, but I am. But, you know, it's not about that. It's just, it. it's just fucking off the sand uh maybe it's on her web page i don't know i really want this guy's name martin something it starts with the s and uh yes i'm awake mr phone i really gotta get fucking laid man uh <coughs> wait woo Shows tickets. Yeah, it's already passed. Is today twenty fifth? No, twenty fourth. Yeah. Um. Damn. Wendy Woo Boulder Theater. Boulder Theater Theater um, Boulder Theater Here we go Yeah, it looks like the Chicago Theater Actually 
but then on the inside, it looks like, um, I want to say it's the Rialto, but that's here in Loveland. But it looks a lot like on the inside, the feel and ambiance of um, <clears throat> the theater downtown St. Charles, which is awesome. I saw Scott Stapp there and it was just off the charts, off the freaking charts. Uh, Boulder Theater website. Mm, I really doubt. Yeah, they're not going to have prior shows. Anyway, the guy's name, the guy's name is Martin something. And, and he, it was just freaking crazy. It was, it was just, I can text my friend, but it's too early. I'm going to ask her because she got a signed poster and a t-shirt. And the guy is just, <clears throat> the best way to describe it is like, you're seeing a, a, this guy with a guitar. Like it, uh, I don't mean any offense to this. It's just visual optics, theater of the mind. But you're watching this guy come up with a guitar. You don't know what he's going to do. Cause it's like a, a, a tryout or not even a tryout, but just like you haven't seen their American idol in a while. And this guy's like in the finals and he would win the show. So just put it that way and easily hands down, unless the judges are fucking nuts and make somebody like Tyler Hicks win again, which that's when I stopped watching the show. Daughtry should have won that. That's when I gave up. Anyway, it's a whole different thing. Um, yeah, this guy steps up, he has a guitar, and he starts playing and singing, and and it's just like your your mouth drops in the first thirty seconds, and just how talented this guy is, and it just keeps getting better and better and better and better. I when I find a name, I'll share it, and then find a guy on the internet or Facebook or whatever and go see him. My friend was instantly hooked on this guy. It's just like, it, it, it's magnetism. I don't want to tell you. It's just, but I, I have never seen, and I'm not about tribalism or it's like, oh yeah, he's almost as good as Sammy Hagar. Like, no, he's better. Uh, sorry. I call him the way I see him. No offense. Anybody. Yeah, I, I I mean it's not my cup of tea, music genre wise, but music is music and talent is talent. And this guy, I mean, this guy is just this guy could do anything. I wouldn't even be surprised he can play rock. He probably just decides not to. And and the guy just loves what he's doing. You can just tell he just sucks it all up, man. Every last drop, and that's a true performer. When they're up there just taking it in and they're not up there just, oh, I just got to get through my sets and get the hell out of here. People pick that up and people pick up a vibe when you're just really enjoying every millisecond of what you are doing. And that's this guy. I've never seen pre stage presence and talent in my entire life. And I've heard and seen a lot of people. Go see this guy. He will just get you up dancing out of your seat and clapping and singing along and everything. It's just, he actually even has you do harmonies. <laughs> so it's like, wow. Unfucking believable. So I'm going to tell you. And the talented people. <clears throat> 
I feel like a uh um I feel um how do I feel? How can I say this? Since I'm so condescending. I feel like minuscule. You know, like this planet Earth is a speck to the universe. I, that's how I feel when I'm with my friends. And they're so musically talented and justifiably so. So it's not, um, it's because here we go. I'm going to keep going to it. If I was condescending, <clears throat> I'd be jealous or, oh, they're really not that good or almost as good. I'm almost as good as them. It's like, it's a crack of shit, man. But that's like somebody coming into my industry and then here it's like, well, yeah, Tim knows what he's doing, but, you know, I think I'm just as good. I was like, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. But it's like, it's not comparing. It's being in the same league. Because the people <clears throat> that I've met here in the music genre are pretty much professionals. Well, let's just, they are professionals and they've been doing it for 30 years, you know? So for me to come and, <clears throat> Hey, can I, you know, join your band or can I play with you? And, but see, I play for fun. So it, it's an honor and a privilege to be sharing the same stage with somebody like Wendy Wu. And, <clears throat> I've shared, I've shared pictures because I don't want people to think I'm lying to them. And I'm like, yeah, I played with Wendy Wu. And then I show a picture with me on stage with her just to prove it, not to go, oh, look at me, you know. And the reaction here in this town is like, oh, my God, you play with Wendy Wu. And I go, I've played with Wendy Wu. I'm not in her band. And the last thing I want her or anybody to think that, you know, I'm using them uh, for me, for my personal gain, there's nothing further from the truth. I, I, I could care less if I play with her again, it's going to sound mean or maybe condescending. I don't care if I share the stage with Wendy again, I've had that privilege and honor to do that. And she's just amazingly humble and sweet and the kindest person I've ever met in my life. Just going to tell you that right now. But that's not what it's about. A couple Friday nights ago, it was colder than shit here. I think it was two weeks ago, and Loveland does this sweet, sweetheart love thing, you know, because it's love, Loveland. And they closed off 4th Street, and it was 26 degrees. So Friday nights, like tonight, <clears throat> I have my uh, little thing, and one of them's having some beers and playing his guitar, which I'm doing now. Because it's what I want to do. So that's it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I walked down because I'm a responsible citizen. And I don't care if I have one beer or, well, I don't want to say 10 beers, but you know what I'm saying. If I've had any alcohol, I'm not driving. And uh, I'm in walking distance of downtown Loveland. So I'll walk. And, uh, I've about lost my shit a couple times, even with friends, because for some reason, Loveland doesn't believe in plowing the side streets. And I can tell you what street the mayor doesn't doesn't live on, because it's probably the only plowed fucking street in Loveland. 
I saw a couple trying to knock ice off of the public street last weekend, and the and the woman fell flat on her fucking back. And her husband was with there and intended to her, you know, and like, wow. I was like, okay. Tax dollars at work. I like that. Anyway. So I walked down downtown Loveland and I popped out of the street through the alley next to the to the tequila bar. And uh, there's this musician sitting there all alone on a drum set. <clears throat> and he has, sorry, and he has um, a guitar, acoustic guitar on a stand. Things piece of shit, but I didn't know it until I picked it up. So I said, it said, play me. So I picked it up and I sat next to him and he goes, hey, how's it going, man? This and everything goes like, dude, I'm on mushrooms. I'm like, okay, cool. Good for you. You know, it's like, what do you want to play? I said, I don't know. And I just started doing some heart or just started, you know, because when I know enough about when you start playing with somebody, especially if you had never played with them, you got to play off of each other and get their vibe, you know, and he's the drummer. So you set the tone, dude, and I'll fit into you. Okay. So we started doing that, but his guitar sucked. I go, dude, the strings are dead on this thing. And you're just like overtaking the whole sound with the drums. You need like an electric, you know? He goes, yeah, I know, man. It's like, whatever. He goes, I'm not even a drummer. I'm a singer. I'm like, oh, uh, you know, cool, whatever. So I don't know. I mess around with him a little bit and then put it. I said, well, thanks for letting me play with you. And he goes, yeah, well, you did the best out of anybody picking that up. And I'm like, yeah, well, they, they probably picked it up and fucking gave up because it's just a horrible guitar. And that's not very motivating. But in any case, I don't want to sound like a dick. So I went and I had my couple beers and walked home and I was going to jam on my guitar and finish having, you know, a couple more alcohol or uh, adult beverages. And uh, I got home and I go, you know what? Why don't I grab my stuff? What's the difference if I play here or play with this dude on the street? So I grab my stuff and I grab my strat and I put it on my back without a case and not, and I told Wendy Wu this, and I go, now I know how you felt walking through Boulder. I mean, it's just something you need to experience. It's, it's you know, like you see a picture with a musician walking with their stuff, and, you know, you just don't think nothing of, nothing of it. And I'm telling you something. I mean, I work out. I'm pretty strong. And this fucking guitar got heavy <laughs> real quick. And uh, I had it strapped on my back, reverse-wise, vertical. And uh, people were looking at me and pointing and smiling and waving. And like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I mean if you want attention, go grab a guitar and walk around town with it. You'll get plenty of it. it. wasn't my goal, though. Plus, it was 26 degrees. It was fucking freezing. So I get to the guy, and he looks at me. He goes, whoa. I go, yeah, dude, I'm gonna play with you. And he goes, that is so cool, man. I can't believe you're doing this. And it's, I go, All right, well, what's the difference if I play at home or play here? So I had my wireless and my Yamaha 10 watt amp, and you know, we started playing. And then he started doing a uh, a, a beat, you know, four four time, and I started fitting into him, and, and it was just easy stuff, you know. Stuff like that. It's all it was. And uh, then I was ripping off some some leads and solos. And he's like, dude, you could play rhythm and lead. I go, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I have a hard time taking compliments playing a guitar. Because I just think that I suck. 
but, uh, and I probably do, but, uh, you know, I've heard compliments and I just don't know how to take them. You know, it's like, well, I got a long way to go. Uh, but nonetheless, we had fun, but it was so cold that the batteries crapping out in my amp and it kept cutting out and due to my best effort, it just wasn't really meant to be. I wish it was 70 or 80 degrees in the summer. Then that would have been, that would have been awesome. So it's just a little story of just spontaneity and my love for playing for people, not getting up there and look at me. And in fact, I, I have a wireless and I just don't like standing stage. And I've told Wendy and everybody else, I go, I, I feel like a dog on a leash with a cord. I can't, I just can't stand here, you know? And when, um, I got this from Sammy Hay actually, because when I first saw him play, he had a headless wire set and he's hanging upside down from the lighting scaffolding and playing the guitar. Uh, watch the video 5150 and about halfway through it, he's up in the lighting scaffolding playing I Can't Try 55. And Eddie Van Halen and Alex and Michael Anthony are down on the stage still. And Sammy's 50 feet in the freaking air, at least. <laughs> Just going apeshit, playing his guitar. And, and that's what I want to see as a uh, fan or an audience member. And I always picked that up way back when I saw him at Chicago Fest with my uh, first sweetheart in high school. And Pat and I saw him. And I was a Sammy Hagar fan before I saw him. And after I saw him, I was hooked. <laughs> I'm like, if I ever play guitar, which I wasn't back then, I go, that's what I'm going to do. It's so fun. It's so cool. I love it when musicians. I saw Kenny G, Lee Rittenauer, and, and other cast of characters um, at the theater on Congress Parkway, downtown Chicago. And uh, a friend of mine is a jazz guy guy so he's like you should really go to this concert never heard of kenny g and he was out walking in the audience with his uh saxophone and i'm like this is so fucking cool i mean or his clarinet what does he play clarinet i mean i know he can play anything but i think he's his oboe it's either an oboe or clarinet i don't know i'm not i'm not wins so i, I can't tell you uh i i I think it's, I don't know, it's a clarinet or an oboe or both. But anyway, I was just floored by him going around up and down the audience in the aisles playing for people. And they had the spotlight shining on him. And it was like, it was just so cool. It's so fucking cool. So anyway, some more stories. I'll have plenty more. that sounds right i think i nailed my static sound i didn't hear one i fell asleep listening to my show i don't know what that says about me but i didn't hear any static anywhere so so i met more people going to see wendy woo and then Wendy would, I don't ask her if I can play. I wait for an invitation, you know, and she's like, you know, did you bring your guitar? I'm like, yeah, it's in the car. You want to play a few songs? I'm like, yeah. And I, you know, I know some, but. Uh... And, uh. 
I, I just like her quote unquote rock, rocky stuff. Because that's what I play. Or her blue stuff, which. Uh, Mile High Blues, which is fucking so cool. She did that at the Boulder Theater, and people just lost their shit. That that was like, that was like the turning point where they're like, "Fuck yeah, man!" So she got them. The lyrics are just phenomenal. You know, it's like she gets her pot from the mall, and her boyfriend's on the met her boyfriend on the internet. Her fucking, it's just fucking great, man. It's like uh, my house is in foreclosure, but really, aren't they all? So she must have wrote this around 2008 or 10 or something. But, you know, it's just like, wow. And then, of course, the the blue stuff, you know. And then, of course, I have to put my technique in there because I, I, you know, I could be a good boy and just do the way the song's written. Some I won't touch, but little harmonics and dive bombing and squealers and. I mean, that's how I play. So I am who I am, and I'm not going to apologize for it. So, but if you just think I'm just going to go up there and go. I mean, it's pouring, but it's good for rhythm for the, for the guitar player, no doubt. But I mean, or, you know, for the lead guitar player, but I kind of like doing both, you know, Those are arpeggios, but still, you know, it's just, it's like, it's fucking boring. Oh, and I got to bring up this guy, Brian Brooks. So a friend of mine's dating him. Great guy. Great fucking guy. Look him up. Brian Brooks, Wyoming. Uh, fucking, he's on Facebook. What a talented guy, man. Uh, he's got a Waylon Jennings like copy uh, Telecaster. I don't like Telecasters, but this fucking guitar, and of course, he's playing it, but it's like, wow, that thing is just off the fucking charts. He was rocking Tom, uh, the fuck is that? I always want to say Tom Foolery, but he was rocking a bar, uh, Saturday night last saturday or friday night it's friday night it was just fucking unbelievable <laughs> it's like and i don't even like country but i'm telling you and i'm not saying it because he's my friend and my friend's dating him and you know whatever it's just like no i mean music, good music's good music and it brian brooks go see him in the uh what's the name what the name of his band is i want to say like the 
I don't know. It's great. It's really good. It's, I'm telling you, man, it was so much fucking fun. He played for over four hours and just had that place fucking rocking, man. And what a voice. He did Johnny Cash at uh, a birthday party. It was actually Gina's birthday party. And, and this guy, I was sick as a dog, but I just went for my friend and just to go. And he went up there and it was open mic and he grabbed a guitar that wasn't even his and he did a Johnny Cash song. I think it was Walk the Line. And it grabbed me because my dad ruined me with country music. And he played all that fucking shit every fucking night. And then he thought he could play guitar. He could sing, but he thought he could play guitar. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is just torture. So I kind of like hated country music. But I know country music because it was so twangy and sad. It's like, this is some depressing fucking shit, man. But I really got exposed to it. And I know a good country artist when I hear them. So he did Johnny Cash and it was just off the fucking charts. And I compliment him when he's done. I go, dude, I thought I was listening to Johnny Cash. And I did. I sick as a dog. You know, I was like, but uh yeah, a very, very talented guy. <laughs> very talented guy. So and there's another guy, he's almost been doing it for 40. So, you know, Again, paid paid his dues, earned his stripes, and nobody can take it from him. So, uh, but man, there's just so many jealous people, and it 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 it's really sad. It's really sad. I don't know why people just can't be happy for people and go, hey, you know, how do you do that? And I and I saw him. I go, I'm watching you play, and I go, you're doing some pretty cool things, you know. So, but that's what we do is, you know, collectively as musicians. We um, very rarely will you get an opportunity to optically see what the hell they're doing. I mean, Eddie Van Halen would turn his back to the crowd and cameras because he doesn't want you figuring out what the fuck he's doing. And I still can't figure out some of the shit he's doing. But we all pick up other things from other people because that's what inspires us to play. And it's like, I want to be able to do that. I mean, just to, I cannot tell you the hours and the aggravation <laughs> and you know just to do this i, I mean just it, and, and it sounds way more than it is trust me you know but i had to figure that out just by figuring it out um auditory auditorily or whatever and uh i've watched live without a net too many times to admit um and so i just had to listen because i wanted to pick up some cool s stuff that eddie do did or does or whatever and, and i don't mean no disrespect it's just like he's not dead to me because he'll live on forever but he is so i mean all due respect but, um, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> and, so it, it, and it took hours and trial and error. And I'm like, oh, you know, and then when you do it, you're like, oh, I did it. And then they go, oh, shit, I do. And then you got to remember what you did. The whole point of that is that, that, that people inspire you 
to do something and you all have your idols we all have our idols and heroes and everything else and like michael jordan i mean every time i played basketball i tried to play like him <laughs> but number one i'm not six six number two i'm not black number three i'm not even a good basketball player but it was um i remember one time playing we're playing like three on three or four on four at a gym and this guy that was playing on the opposite team played for Indiana College. And he was like, he was 6'6", and he picked me up, and I was going for the basket. And, uh, you know, there was no way I was going to shoot over him. So I just pulled this out of my ass. I stopped dribbling, and I jumped, and I did a 180 in the air, and then kind of like a um, over my head without looking, hit the backboard and scored. And then one of the guys like, oh, Michael Jordan. I'm like, yeah, what, a, you know, whatever. But I, I just pulled that out of my ass. You know, I am not a good basketball player. I'm actually pretty bad. It's one sport that I'm not really good at, but I love playing it. And it just came out of my ass instinctually to do it because I knew I'm not going to. There's no way I'm jumping or shooting over a 6'6 guy, college player. I think he was a little humiliated, <laughs> but it's the whole point when you see something, you know, I, I, I tried like Walter Payton, you know, I'm like, fuck man, this guy's awesome and emulate him. And I was a pretty good football player, but I know Walter Payton, nobody ever will be except, uh, Barry Sanders got really close <laughs> to it. Um, actually they were very similar. Can you imagine Walter Payton and Barry Sanders in the same fucking backfield. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know if that ever happened, like at the Pro Bowl or anything. I, I should do some homework on that because two halfbacks like that on the same team. I mean, that that's just... Uh... <laughs> anyway, the whole point of this rant or what I'm saying is that somebody influences you and you pick that up and you and you implement it into your technique that's all i'm saying i gotta get some more coffee hang on a minute. So after that, that good morning, by the way, I don't know if someone's in the chat room or not. I can check real quick because it distracts me. So I'm going to say this and check the chat room. So after all that big dissertation and explanation, I've met some people that want to play guitar with me. And I met this gentleman uh, and I went to his house once and uh, he he's a musician. He's been playing since the 70s. So he's, uh, I don't know, he's... He's, I think he's around 70. I'm sorry if he's not. I, he's in his 60s. He's at least 10 years older than me. I'll be safe. But hell, that's 69. So whatever. And he played with people in a professional level and this and that. And um, I saw him because he played with Wendy and he was playing with her. And then uh, I saw him a couple times. And then he says, hey. And then he saw me play. And he goes, hey, you want to come on by and learn some songs and play at my house? I'm like, sure. Nobody's ever asked me to do that. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And then he gave me some um, 
tablet. Well, it's not tablature. It's just broken down chord progressions off of uh, ultimatetab.com or something like that. And I'm a rocker, so I just play like power chords, you know. And I don't play minor chords or any depressing shit. Although sometimes I do to throw in some tension. And quite honestly, I think the biggest influence musically uh, as far as playing different shit is Van Halen. And OU812, arguably, I think is probably the best album they've ever put out. But, but Eddie does chords like this. And it's like, what the fuck is that? It's some type of A minor something. I don't, I'd have to figure it out, but I don't feel like doing it. But this. And then he does this variant C chord. Whatever this is. And I like that. I mean, that's from Kawabo. There's that A. Which is some type of minor something. I don't know. But it puts tension in it instead of... Well, I can't play A again because this is A. I just can't go... It doesn't sound, you know, but it's like, ooh, what is that? And then this funky C thing is, uh, it's like bridge is part of it. I got to tune my guitar. I just tuned this thing. Mr. Strat. No, wait. It's probably me playing wrong. Or I could throw that eight in there. That doesn't sound right, though. The A sounds way better. Or it could even be an A minor. I don't think so, though. Because there's too much energy. One thing for sure, there's energy in Van Halen. And you don't want to hear a, t a, a minor depressing fucking chord. Unless it causes tension. Like this A thing here. Mm -hmm. That's cool. It's, like, it's almost like a Mexican thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just probably gabbing, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain or share, you know, insights to music that most people don't. And then, you know, just whatever. You know what? I got a friend calling me. I wanted to play a little bit more. I'll call him back. Um, 
<laughs> that's just me noodling, but well, actually, that's Wendy Wu's taking pill, which I taught myself, and I still haven't been able to play it. I don't know. I don't know how that sounds. The, the algorithm is fucking up music, no matter. This is my fucking music. Well, daddy. Well, yeah, that is. Uh, but anyway, when I play music, I don't know how it's going to sound on the playback. I don't know how it sounds live, but the algorithms is fucking all fucking it all up. These these pickups on the Strat, I'd like them a little hotter. I don't know if I, I'm going to change them. I don't know if I'm going to put active in there or just get higher gain, wound gain ones. But I don't think they're bad, though. Just when I go up on the high E, that's the B, but I feel like I lose a little volume. critical though of my own playing and my fucking guitar all right so what's going on hi araj is that your name i-r-a-j Arage shams what's going on good morning everybody what are you doing up where are you guys at gp man 45 gp is that man oh, that's what it looks like morning happy weekend happy friday yeah, I'm just going to, I'm on here bullshitting. I don't like doing a podcast less than 45 minutes. I think it's a waste of time. If you don't. And that's what all the gurus say anyway. Does that sound okay? I guess I could open up Podbean and listen to it. You know who's one hell of a fucking player is Zach Wild. Listen to Zombie Stomp by Ozzy Osbourne. It's just trying to figure some of it out, and it's like, oh, my God, this guy. Talk about a great rhythm player. Holy shit. It's like, man. So there's a guy that I would like to emulate, you know, to put into my own style. But just even this chunk, chunk of chunk stuff. 
It's harder than it seems. And it seems like it'd be really easy. And then you got the horse trot. This is like 50 or uh, I can't try 55 or heart barracuda. That's harder than it sounds. But when these these guys can pick up a guitar and just rip this shit off like it's nothing, it's like, holy shit, man. So anyway, I'm going to go. I got a friend calling me, and he's a really close friend. I've known him my entire life, so I have to call him back. Cause, uh, I... So maybe later tonight I'll play when I'm a little bit buzzed. And it's just that I really don't really care what the hell I'm playing. sitting down I can't stand it it's like fucking standing up I mean that could be fun a bed's much easier That I've always wanted to play, and I'm like, fuck, if I could learn that, that'd be so cool. It's really not that fucking hard. Some of this stuff is talking to a guitar player that isn't lead guitar or rhythm guitar player. No, lead guitar player for the Tom Petty, Stevie Nicks tribute band. And um, we were talking about who influences each other. And he goes, yeah, you know, I, I would listen to this stuff. And then 
I think it's so cool and hard and I figured it out and it's like, this ain't a big deal. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I, and I brought up this song, Stranglehold, and it's really not, I mean, no disrespect. It's fucking awesome, but it's not really that hard. The song is, it's the longest solo I've ever heard. So cool. So fucking cool. All right, 44 minutes. I got 30 seconds. So I'm going to do an outro and get the hell out of here. Or not get out of here, but uh, call my friend back. Because I'm taking a day off. I need a day of reflection. And fun. I'll be back. You've been listening to the original Red Pills, your comrade. Goodbye.